Welcome to the Live for Eternity podcast. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm your host, BJ Herndon. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for everybody that tuned in last week to our first episode. I called it the the pickup podcast. I'm sitting in line. And so the length of these first few shows kind of is determined by how long I sit in this pickup line. And so some of them may be a little shorter, some may be longer than others, but um, either way, I'm just going to do my best to share what God's laid on my heart um, for that that week, for that show. And uh, we'll just roll with whatever kind of time frame that we have and try to make the most of it. Um, my goal is to share useful information that applies to your life to help you grow both physically and spiritually. Um, that is the whole purpose of Live for Eternity is to help you maximize both for eternal purposes because eternity is what matters more than anything. But while we're living on this earth, we can't ignore the opportunity that we have to use the physical side of our life um, as a tool to make a greater impact for God's kingdom. We're here. There are lost souls around us. There's work that God gives us that we can do with our hands and feet. We are the body of Christ. And if we ignore that whole side of our life, then we miss out on so much that can be done to further God's kingdom and to bring more people to heaven with us for eternity. Those are souls out there hanging in the balance that a lot of times, if they are won or lost for the Lord, it depends on us putting forth actual effort and working to to reach them, to go to where they are, to break down walls by serving them and showing them the love of Christ in real, tangible, physical ways. And so it's a balance of the physical and the spiritual. And we want to uh, maximize both of those to make the greatest eternal kingdom impact. And so today we're going to look at another topic. Uh, This one is, uh, it's a little bit more physical. And I'm just going to say up front before I tell you what the topic is, uh, please hear me out on this one, because my goal in sharing this is not what you're going to think up front. Uh, But today what I want to tackle, I want to look at uh, personally, why I became a runner in the past few years. And like I said, my goal is not to convince everyone to be a runner. My goal is not to uh, guilt anybody into adding more cardio <laughs> to their life necessarily. Uh, my goal is not to for you to be a replica of, of me and what I do. Uh, that's not the goal. Instead, I'm going to share some principles, and at the end, I'll share some practical things that you can start doing in your life, and hopefully this inspires you to just step up and to not ignore the physical side of your life, but to take it under control and um, help it to 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 submit to the, the Holy Spirit working in your life through the physical parts of your life. You know, there's people that look at me now, you know, now I run six days a week. I've got some big goals, some uh, big races that that I'm preparing for. And my goal in those races is not just to complete them, but, you know, I, I feel like I can still compete somewhat, um, maybe not at the highest level, but be somewhat competitive. And so I've got all these goals and people can might look at my life and be like, well, you know, you're a runner. I, I'm not built like you are. I can't do the things that you're doing. I'll never be able to do that. Um, that's just, that's for you. And that's not for me. Uh, but let me just, first of all, tell you, I haven't always been a runner. This is something that's still fairly new to me. In fact, if 
if I looked at my life up till this point, I think one of the, the best words to describe my life has been average or mediocre. I was never a great athlete. I was okay. Um, I really wasn't the best at anything. In fact, the only thing I really excelled at through high school was band, where uh, most of the time I was either first or second chair trumpet. And in fact, whenever it came time to make the choice, I chose band over uh, sports and athletic things, which that has um, paid off pretty well for me in my life with how God has led me there. But at the same time, I felt like there was some athletic potential that I could reveal and tap into if I just put forth some effort to try to see what was underneath there. I'll just kind of give you a quick backstory. When I was a kid, I remember in uh, fifth or sixth grade, um, my best friend and I, uh, we got picked on all the time because we were the <laughs> we were the smallest kids in our entire grade. We were the shortest and the skinniest, and we weighed the least out of everybody in the whole our whole grade. And uh, and so yeah, we got picked on. It wasn't that bad, but I do have memories of being the little guy, the runt <laughs> in in school. And so we got picked on quite a bit. I tried out for the football team. I, I say tried out. You just signed up. I signed up. I joined the football team. Never really got any playing time because I was such such a little guy. There's a lot of guys on the team. I was maybe third string at the best. <laughs> um, you know, we didn't really do a whole lot of running. And this is only in like sixth grade. And so, you know, there's not there wasn't a whole lot of emphasis on strength training and speed and all that. It was a whole lot of just teaching you the rules of football and teaching you your position and how to run plays and things like that. And so never really excelled at that, dropped out of that to, to uh, focus on high school band. Um, I did play baseball through high school, but again, there was never a lot of emphasis on uh, just a whole lot of strength training or athleticism, things like that. It was one of those, if you were good at baseball, then you would do good at high school baseball. They would work with you and try to improve your abilities. Um, but if you were a guy like me where I was still just a little guy, I was pretty average and mediocre at best, um, didn't really get a lot of attention from the coaches. So spent most of my time just sitting on the bench, which didn't have any big goals for playing baseball after high school. So I was fine with that. After high school, again, pretty average. Never really worked out, never did anything athletic, had some jobs where there was some physical activity involved enough to uh, just I, probably keep me from getting overweight, but not enough for me to get in shape or to really do anything um, athletic wise. It wasn't until the year 2020, and if you're like me, you've probably blocked out the majority of that year. <laughs> but in the year 2020, um, I remember that was a wake-up call. Whenever COVID hit, uh, we saw people that seemed to be relatively healthy that got this virus, and um, you know it would send them to the hospital. And for some people, it even ended up taking their life. And that was a wake-up call for me because. You know, I still had a long life that I was hoping to live. And I realized in that moment, you know, I'm not I'm not doing anything to put the odds in my favor if something like COVID were to happen to me. If I were to get sick, if I were to have a life-threatening illness, uh, my body wouldn't be in very good shape. 
to be strong enough to fight that off to give me a good chance of surviving it. And I realized I needed to change. Something needed to change. Um, I was starting to put on more weight. I was becoming even less active <laughs> than I already was. And uh, I was just trending in the wrong direction. Thankfully, uh, the Lord intervened and, and sent some people my way to help get me on the right track when I needed it the most before anything bad happened, which is one of the goals that I have for this, that hopefully God will use this in a way that if you need a wake up call, hopefully this will be your wake up call that it's not too late. If you're listening to this, things can still turn around for you like they did for me before things get out of hand. And so in December of 2020, a good friend of mine named Ben reached out with a challenge um, for, for me and for quite a few other guys in the state um, and, and and encouraged us to sign up for this. It was called the SoulCon Challenge. There's a book out there by the same name where you get the book, um, you read this long introduction, and it's a six-week challenge. You just do what the book says. Uh, it's got some daily things that you do. And really what happened was that book taught me how to eat right, how to incorporate um, exercise and physical activity in the, into my life. Um, and one of the most important things is it taught me why that was important for a, a Christian man, why that was important to take care of our bodies and to, to be strong and to be resilient and to be able to do things with our hands for God's kingdom, to serve other people and to help people in need. Um, you know, we're not just we're not just spiritual beings. We're physical beings. And God um, gives us opportunities to use the physical parts of our life to show people tangibly his love. And so I signed up for the challenge, didn't really know what I was getting into. Um, and it has changed my life and um, just kind of helped me see God in a clearer way. And so part of that challenge, as you can probably guess, was I had to run, walk or crawl two 5Ks per week. My goal was to run them. Um, I quickly realized with having very little physical activity in my life, um, I was not able to run the two 5Ks per week um, for quite a while after starting the challenge. And so um, I did the best I could. It was a, a run-walk combo for almost the entire six weeks. And I remember at the end of the six weeks, we had a test out time where we would you know, try to do, we would do a 5K and see how much we've improved on our initial 5K time. And my goal was I want to run the whole thing. I hadn't done that before. I hadn't run two miles at a time up in my whole life up until that point. But I was committed to run the whole thing. I remember having a conversation with my mom telling her, I can't run the whole thing. She said, why not? I said, well, I feel like I'm, I'm going to pass out if I keep going anymore. anymore. I've just got to stop and walk. And, and she told me, she's like, well, you're not going to pass out. Like your body's going to make you stop running and start walking before you actually pass out. Like keep going. You can push through that, that pain. And I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you that you could ignore every sign that your body gives you whenever you're doing physical exercise. Uh, but I am saying that the limits that your mind places on you so many times, you've got a lot more inside of you that you can, that you can do and push past those mental barriers and still accomplish. So, uh, the, last 5k that I did of that six week challenge, I was committed that I was either going to run the whole thing or I was literally going to pass out <laughs> and end up on the side of the road and somebody's going to have to wake me up 
And so that's what happened. Not to pass out, but I did run the whole thing. It was difficult. Uh, I, I despised every second of that, um, but I did it. I did it. And it was such a sense of accomplishment. And so for that next whole year, I just kept doing that. The whole year, did two 5Ks a week. And I'll, I'll tell you this, for those of you that say, well, I can't be a runner like you because you know, maybe you were built for that or I just don't get that enjoyment out of it. I will go ahead and tell you this. For that whole entire first year, I hated running. Literally. And I told people this all the time. Every step that I took of a run that first year, I hated it. It made me feel so weak and wimpy that I was that tired, that fast. And all I was doing was just trying to run down the street. And <laughs> I hated it. I hated it. And that's not an exaggeration. I told my wife that. I told my mom that. I told all these guys that I was you know, working out with and stuff that everybody in my life knew that I hated running. But after the end of the first year, I started looking at it and I thought, you know what, there's there's a lot of benefits to running. And if I'm going to stay in shape and if I'm going to stay active for the rest of my life, which is my goal and was my goal from that point on, I thought, you know, I need to figure out how to do this and how to do it right and how to do it for the long term. And so I started doing research and that's when I realized that every run that you do isn't supposed to feel like you're about to die. You're not supposed to push yourself to those limits every time. In fact, you know, I read that 80% of your runs should be easy runs where you should be able to keep a conversation the whole time. That was brand new information to me that I didn't realize until after a whole year of running and pushing myself to the limit every step that I took when I was running. And so that was a huge light bulb moment. I had to team up with somebody to, uh, to learn how to slow down when I was running because it just didn't make sense until I ran with somebody that was slower than me and it all clicked. We had a nice conversation the whole time. It was awesome. I loved it. I thought, well, man, I'm not even tired. Like that felt like a great warm up, but we still ran three or four miles together and it was, it was awesome. And so looking back, um, you know, there's a lot of benefits that I, ha I have personally to why I like to run. Um, for one, you know, especially through that whole first year where I hated running because I was honestly just doing it the wrong way. Um, but even now, I can see that whenever I run and I get into that place where I, I'm struggling, like it's an intense workout or I'm just already tired when I start or it's at the end of a long run and I'm just, I'm out of fuel, I'm out of water, I'm out of energy, I'm ready to quit. The struggle brings me closer to God when I run. And I, I get this sense that I'm more near to God and more dependent on God when I'm in a situation like that. Like where I, I feel like I'm at the point where my physical strength and energy is I'm at the very end of it. And if I'm going to make it through and keep going, it's going to have to be because God intervenes. And it's, it's an awesome moment. It's very humbling, but it's a powerful moment when you realize that God is there uh, right when you need him to be. Um, also, uh, one of the things I love about running is because it gives me time alone. You know, I love running with people. That is my absolute favorite way to run is to run um, in a group, run with another guy, 
um, or some a group of guys. But the majority of my runs, I do them early in the morning. And it's most of the time, it's just me out there. And I love it. Once I get going, uh, my mind, even if it's early in the morning, my mind is just so engaged. And that's when I spend a lot of time listening to podcasts or to audiobooks, and I retain so much of the information um, just because, you know, the blood's pumping, everything's working. I'm so aware of everything that's going on around me. And yet at the same time, I could tune out the fact that I'm running and focus on, you know, what I'm listening to in my earbuds. And it's, it's cool. God has shown me so many things and I've, I've learned so many truths about who God is and, and scripture and God's plan for my life just by being out there running by myself just being open to what God is speaking to me in those moments. It helps me out so much. Um, also, I love running because it is a tangible way for me to see progress and improvement in an area of my life. And even though so many times it's a very specific area in my life, it might just be 5K times going down. It might be me getting faster um, for these interval runs or being able to run longer distances than I thought I could. But being able to see uh, progress and improvement in small areas like that just helps me overall uh, just have so much more confidence and feel better about myself. And it's, it's just great knowing that you are improving in something. Um, one of the things I love about running, you know, I don't hardly ever run on a treadmill. I don't really easily have access to a treadmill. So I'm always outside running no matter what the weather is. And I've ran in 100 degrees. I've ran in uh, two below zero with a wind chill of like negative 20. And <laughs> whatever the weather is, I find a way to get through it. I'm going to get a run in no matter what. And so it appeals to my sense of adventure and my love of nature and being in the outdoors because I always run through the outdoors. Even if I'm just running I'm down back roads. I still get to see wildlife and get to see nature and so many incredible sunrises and just stuff that I would never get to experience if I just sat in the house or if I was still asleep at that time. I love running because it helps me have more energy. Starting off the day with five or six or whatever mile run, you know, it feels like you're going to be exhausted. And there's some days I feel kind of tired, but overall, it just gives me so much more energy through the day. I'm starting off my day with a run like that. Um, it teaches me commitment, dedication, and perseverance for the goals that I have for myself through running. I know that in order to accomplish them, it's going to take me sticking to a plan long term. There's a lot of whenever you first start running, it's easy to make improvements quickly because it's something that's brand new to you. And so uh, as a beginner for anything, you're going to see quick improvement in, in those areas. But after you've been doing this for a while, it takes a lot of work to see small improvements and small benefits. And so that's kind of where the place that I'm at right now is teaching me commitment and dedication and perseverance in that if I want to get to the level that you know I'd like to end up at, I'm going to have to stay committed to this long term. It gives me a sense of accomplishment. The cool thing about running is I can develop goals and dreams that it's almost 100% up to me to be able to accomplish. I say that I, I love teamwork. I love working with other people. Uh, I, I 
100% see the need to depend on people and rely on people for certain things in our life. However, I do like that with running, there is something in my life where it's almost 100% dependent upon me staying committed and putting in the work to get to a certain goal. Like I said, there's a lot of times where I get to the end of my strength and I know that's God helping me. And so I've got to give him credit for that too. But it's just, it's cool to know that there's something in your life that you accomplish. I'll just leave it at that. Um, running shows me that I can keep going whenever things get difficult, um, especially as I run longer races and go further distances. Um, there's, you know, there's been plenty of times where I was on a long run and I just, I would get tired early into the run or at the halfway point or a certain point, And all I wanted to do was quit, but I didn't. And I can look back on those times and know, okay, I felt like I'd given everything I had, but I chose to keep going and look at how much further I went and look at what I accomplished. And so if I did that in running in one area of my life, then how much more could I accomplish in other areas of life if I'll just keep going when things get difficult? You know, when my plans aren't working out, you know, in the job world, in a career, or um, with some dream that I have that I haven't seen it happen yet. Well, I can look back on a race where I wanted to quit at the halfway point and say, you know what? I kept going and I was so glad I did when I got to the end. How about what happens if I keep going with this dream and pursuing this dream or pursuing this goal if I don't give up and just keep going? I know I've done it before and it turned out well for me. And so let me just apply that same principle to another area of my life and see where it takes me and see the good that happens as a result of it. Uh, and then one more thing that I love about running is that as I increase my athletic abilities, my view of God grows. The more I'm able to do, the more it opens my mind to how much more God can do. Because I know God is a God of the supernatural. And I know that I'm just a natural human being. I know that, that God does work through human beings and allow his supernatural to be applied in our lives. But how, whenever I'm running, I'm doing things in the natural. I mean, there's, there's, rarely a supernatural component to that unless God just intervenes and does some sort of a miracle in another way. Uh, but as I, I begin to do these things and do greater things on my own, I'm like, wow, like how much more can God do? And my faith just grows and grows and grows. And my view of God gets so much bigger and bigger as I realize, wow, like I've been dreaming really small by putting God in this little box. So looking at all those benefits, that is why I wanted to become a running coach. I wanted to help others experience the growth and the confidence that running can bring. And I've realized that running doesn't have to be hard or unenjoyable. If you hate running, I can pretty much guarantee that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> because there is a way that it can be fun and enjoyable and every run isn't supposed to feel like you're about to pass out. So let me just say this, I'm fine with you not being a runner. I know that it's not what everybody will end up doing and that's okay. However, I will say this, you do need to incorporate movement and exercise into your life to make the greatest impact for God's kingdom here on earth. Unless God has taken away your ability to do any kind of physical activity, you'll only benefit yourself, your family and God's kingdom by adding in healthy activities. So let's get practical. What, what does everyone need to do? 
Well, every human being on the planet will benefit from incorporating strength training and movement into their lifestyle. So for strength training, I'm not talking about bodybuilding. I'm not talking about doing things just to, to build giant muscles just for the sake of looking good. I'm not even saying that you have to get a gym membership or go to the gym. You just need to make time each week to work on becoming stronger so that you'll be more injury resistant and so your physical body will last longer. Some of you naturally have that built into the work that you do where you're physically active, you lift and move heavy things and so you get strength training as part of your job. Although I can also make the argument that you still need a consistent strength training plan that works every muscle, major muscle group in your body so that you're strong all over. Others of you, you need to start making time at home to pull up YouTube and search for a 30 minute, no equipment workout that you can follow along with for 30 minutes twice per week. And let me just say, there's no excuses not to do those. There are so many free videos on YouTube and especially whatever your skill level is, whatever kind of equipment that you have, if you have dumbbells, search for 30 minute uh, dumbbell full body workout. And there will be a whole list of them that you can watch for free. All I gotta do is fast forward through the first commercial or two. <laughs> Tons of resources out there that if you'll just take the time and be intentional and put forth the effort, they're available and they're great. I use them pretty much every week still. Now for movement, there's lots of options. I love running. I'm convinced 90% of people can become runners if they'll do it the right way. And by doing it the right way, that means starting slow, easing into it, and being realistic with your current fitness level, not just attempting to do what someone else can do that's been doing this for a lot longer than you. If you've never ran before, don't set a goal to run a two and a half hour, hour marathon that's gonna be beyond your athletic abilities and your fitness level at this point. If you try to do that, you're gonna get hurt. So be realistic about it, start slow. And if you have a desire to run, 90% of the people on the planet can run and they can do it without getting injured if you do it the right way. However, like I said, I know everyone won't choose running. Listen, I'm okay with that. Seriously, I'm good with that. There's other options out there. One great option is cycling. That's a great aerobic workout that's low impact and still allows you to get outside to be active and enjoy God's creation. A couple of weeks ago, I went to a park in Little Rock on a Saturday to get my run in and I saw tons of people cycling out there. The awesome thing was that the majority of them looked to be over 60 years old and still going strong. Swimming is another great option for movement. Swimming is also low impact, feels great in the Arkansas heat with this summer weather that we've had. The only downside is that outdoor swimming is seasonal. However, access to an indoor pool at a fitness center would fit, fix that problem. If you've got access to an indoor pool, that may be the way to go. There's all kinds of great benefits to doing workouts in a pool. You can even run in a pool and get resistance training with virtually no way of getting injured. It's awesome. And then lastly, we can't overlook walking. No matter your fitness level, everyone can benefit from walking. Walking is low impact, it burns calories, it strengthens your heart, 
It lets you be outside in nature, which has a lot of benefits. It helps relieve stress and virtually anyone can do it. If you currently aren't doing any kind of intentional physical activity, I'd recommend that you start doing 30 minute walks three times per week and then do body weight, low impact beginner strength training sessions twice per week. Again, there are tons of videos on YouTube you can follow along with for free. And all you have to do is search for the right thing and they're out there and they're awesome. And one last point to make to help me encourage you to start these physical actions. One of the biggest benefits of developing healthy habits is that they teach you discipline and commitment. For those things to give you the greatest benefit, you need to be consistently practicing them. Exercise and movement will need to become a regular part of your life to see the benefit. When you do this, you learn that discipline is discipline. When you learn discipline in one area of your life, that helps you develop discipline in other areas of your life. You aren't just learning how to do a new activity, you're becoming a disciplined person. If you can commit to walking three times each week, you can commit to reading your Bible. If you can commit to strength training, you can commit to going to church or to giving more consistently or to waking up on time or choosing healthier foods in appropriate amounts or staying away from temptations that lead to sin. Discipline is discipline. And you thought you were just going for a walk. These small action steps build up over time. What you started to help you feel better or to lose weight can turn into a lifestyle where you walk in victory in every area of your life. Even if your goal at the beginning is to live for the now, just keep on the right track and at the end, you'll live for eternity. you so much for listening to the Live for Eternity podcast today. I hope that you were inspired, that you learned something that you can start applying right away to help you maximize your impact for God's kingdom while you're living here on earth. Um, if you're interested in getting into running, send me a message. I'd love to work with you as a running coach. Um, or if you're looking to make some healthy lifestyle changes in your life, but don't know where to begin or what decisions to make, let me know. I can work with you as a health coach. And my goal is always to make the greatest impact for God's kingdom. And so it's all about having an eternal focus and using the physical parts of our life here and now to make the greatest eternal impact. And so uh, if you enjoyed the content today, make sure that you subscribe or you can leave a review to let other people know about what you enjoyed about it today. So thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next time. Remember, you were created to live for eternity.